Hello, this is episode 14 of this podcast and it is in two parts. It is the case of Jeremy Bamber. This is part one. Jeremy Bamber was convicted of killing his adoptive parents and sister and his sister's twin sons. This part will deal with the family background and the lead up to the murders of the family at White House Farm in Essex. Neville and June Bamber were the adoptive parents of both Jeremy Bamber and Sheila Caffell. Sheila Caffell was the mother of twin boys Nicholas and Daniel Caffell. They were only six years old at the time of the murders. The murders took place at the family home, which was also a farm. The name of the property was White House Farm. The property was located in Essex, England. Neville and June Bamber had been unable to have children of their own, so they would adopt a girl and later on a boy. First of all, they adopted Sheila and a few years later, they adopted a boy who they called Jeremy. June Bamber was known to be very religious and would often try to force her beliefs onto others, which sometimes would cause tension. Neville Bamber had previously been in the RAF before owning and running the lands at White House Farm. He hoped the farm would stay in the family with Jeremy eventually taking over one day. Jeremy Bamber, once he had left school and further education, went on to work at the farm with his adoptive father, Neville. As part of his pay, he enjoyed rent-free accommodation and also a car, as well as a modest monthly salary. Sheila Caffell, by the time she was in her 20s, had started to suffer with mental health issues. She'd also married at a very young age and then subsequently divorced. At the time of her death, she was mother to six-year-old twin boys. Sheila Caffell, up until that she had had her children had had a few modelling jobs over the years. After her divorce, Neville and June would often help her out with her bills, ensuring that she did not go without. It was known by many that eventually Jeremy Bamber would resent working on the farm. The hours were long and he was not paid a huge wage, although he was due to inherit a large part of the farm along with Sheila one day. He also had rent-free accommodation and a share in a caravan park that the family owned. Jeremy considered the work hard and he was known to lead a fairly active party life. He was still only in his early 20s. There have been many reports that he also took on occasion recreational drugs. It was also known by his family and friends that Jeremy enjoyed the good things in life and would spend a lot of money on his nights out. It was certainly seen that both Jeremy and Sheila were given a lot of support and had many advantages in life. If either one of them wanted to try out a new hobby or needed funding for a course or anything similar, the Bambers would give them the financial help that was needed. The Bambers were known to be well off. In today's money, they were known to own over a million pounds worth of property as well as businesses. White House Farm was a large modern farmhouse with plenty of room for the family. June Bamber would run the hound and provide meals for the family. Neville worked on the farm putting in long hours, although he did have help, including from his son Jeremy. He still worked hard. Neville Bamber had a secretary called Barbara, who worked from the the farmhouse. She had worked for the family for many years. Sheila was very young when she met Colin Caffell and they married at a young age. They also became parents early on in their marriage. The marriage did not last, however. Sheila Caffell had been slowly showing worrying signs of erratic behaviour and was 
eventually diagnosed with a mental illness and received treatment for it. Her adoptive parents supported her throughout her short life and they were known to be fond of the boys and would see them often. Jeremy Bamber had plenty of girlfriends and there has been suggestions over the years that he was bisexual but most of his known relationships were with women so who knows really. At the time of the murders which happened in 1985 he was dating a woman named Julie Mugford. It would later be aspects of Jeremy's behaviour towards Julie that would lead to him being arrested and later convicted of five murders along with other evidence that would come to light later on. Jeremy Bamber will in all probability spend the rest of his life in prison, that is unless new significant evidence comes to light. He certainly has a fair amount of supporters that maintain that he is innocent. At the time of the murders at White House Farm, even the police thought he was innocent. Well, most of them did. Family members also thought that he was innocent as well. A lot of people thought that Sheila Caffell had gone berserk with a gun and had killed Neville and June Bamba and then her sons Nicholas and Daniel Caffell and that she had then turned the shotgun on herself. This was largely because of testimony that had come from Jeremy Bamba and the fact that she was known to suffer from mental illness. More about the Bamba family now. Neville and June Bamba had married in 1949, just a few years after the end of the Second World War. They discovered that they would not be able to conceive a baby naturally, so they decided to adopt instead. They would go on to adopt two babies at separate times. The first baby, a girl they named Sheila. They adopted her in 1958. Next came a baby boy who they would name Jeremy. He was adopted in 1961. Neville and June were regular attendees at their local church and June Bamber had only recently become a church warden. Friends and family would say after the murders that June was very religious and that she would often quote from the Bible. At the time of the murders, which occurred in August of 1985 at the family home in Essex, Neville Bamber was 61 years old. He was born on the 8th of June of 1924. Neville was a farmer who owned quite a lot of land as well as other properties in the area. He had previously been a pilot in the RAF and also a local magistrate. June Bamber was also 61 years old at the time of the murders. She was born on the 3rd of June of 1924. The Bambers had married in 1949 and had moved into White House Farm, which was sat amongst 300 acres of tenant farmland which had previously been owned by Jean's, June's father. Neville and June Bamber were financially secure as well as the farm and land they had other properties including a property in London that they owned. They also owned a share of a local caravan park, the same park that Jeremy had a share in. The Bambas had provided both Jeremy and Sheila with a good, secure home and a private education. However, there was known to be some problems within the Bamba family. A big problem, which became more and more apparent over the years, was June Bamba and the fact that she was so intensely religious. It got to the point where she was trying to force it onto her children and later onto her two grandchildren, Nicholas and Daniel. It has been reported that June had a difficult relationship with Sheila and Jeremy, which only 
appeared to get worse over the years. Sheila's ex-husband, Colin Caffell, also had concerns about June's religious beliefs being forced onto his sons, Nicholas and Daniel, who were very young at the time. It was said that June Bamber would make the boys kneel and pray with her, which upset them and they told their father about it and that they did not want to go to see June. Daniel and Nicholas Caffell were born on the 22nd of June of 1979. Their parents were Sheila and Colin Caffell, who had married in 1977. Their parents divorced in 1980. Both parents were involved in their children's lives to some degree. Colin Caffell was a student at art college when he met Sheila. Sheila Caffell had many problems over the years. She was born on the 18th of July of 1957 and was 28 years old when she died. Her real parents put her up for adoption. Her natural mother had only been 18 years old at the time. She was unmarried and her father was a senior chaplain to the Archbishop of Canterbury. So to hush up the fact that his unmarried daughter had had a baby, the baby was put up for adoption. The senior chaplain had known Neville Bamber from the days in the RAF together, so when the chaplain had a list of suitable potential new parents for his daughter's baby, he noticed Neville's name on the list and selected him. Obviously that would not happen now, but back then things were very different when it came to adopting babies. The baby was duly adopted by Neville and his wife June, and when the baby was just a few months old. Many years later, Sheila made contact with her mother. She had managed to track her down using information that her adoptive father had given her. Her natural mother at the time was living in Canada. They arranged to meet at Heathrow Airport and it was said that after a brief reunion, nothing further came from it and that they did not develop a relationship at all. Due to ongoing health problems with Sheila, the twins were briefly placed into foster care in 1982, but once they left foster care, they would primarily live with their father Colin in Kilburn, London. At the time, Sheila lived in Maida Vale, London, so she was fairly close by and would see them often. The twins and Sheila would regularly see Neville and June and would often visit them at White House Farm in Essex. Essex is only about 30 miles from London. Colin would sometimes drive them down from London. Although he did not stay, he would drop them off at the farm. Leading up to the murders, a week-long visit had been arranged for Sheila and Nicholas and Daniel. They would all be staying over at White House Farm with Neville and June. Jeremy would also be around. If not working on the farm, he would see them at mealtimes at the farmhouse, which he sometimes stopped at before he went home. The boys were due to go on holiday with their father after spending time with their mother and grandparents. Colin Caffell dropped Sheila, Nicholas and Daniel off at the farm on the 4th of August of 1985. It would end up being the last time that he saw his children. Sheila Caffell became the prime suspect shortly after the murders, largely due to the fact that she had struggled over recent years with her mental health. Prior to this, Sheila had attended Secretarial College in Swiss Cottage, London, in 1974, when she was 17 years old. She had finished school and had signed up for the college course, but it apparently did not go very well. She had many other things going on, in her life at the time. She had recently met Colin Caffell and had started to see him on a regular basis. Her relationship with her adoptive mother June 
had deteriorated quite badly by all accounts. June did not approve of Sheila and Colin's relationship. She had discovered them both naked in a field which did not go down well with her religious beliefs. Sheila had tried to continue with her studies but found it difficult to stick to anything. She also managed to give some get some modelling work and spent two months in Tokyo as part of a modelling assignment. She had a slender figure and a pretty face. She was five foot seven inches tall and had shoulder length dark brown hair. Sheila had also suffered with many miscarriages during the 70s. She was pregnant when she married Colin at Chelmsford Registry Office in May of 1977. However, she unfortunately lost the baby at six months by suffering another miscarriage. Neville and June bought the young couple a flat in Hampstead, London, in order that Sheila could recover. Sheila went on to suffer another miscarriage before giving birth to twin boys Nicholas and Daniel on the 22nd of June of 1979. She'd been in hospital and kept on bed rest for the last four months of her pregnancy. The marriage between Colin and Sheila was not a happy one. Many allegations have been made over the years that Colin was seeing other women and that he had had many affairs which Sheila found out about. Colin had been having an affair at the time or shortly after Sheila had given birth to the twins. He ended up leaving Sheila and the boys when they were only five months old so that he could be with his new girlfriend. Sheila's mental health problems became more apparent as time went on. It was reported that she would sometimes bang her head against walls. Her doctor eventually referred her to a psychiatrist, a Dr Hugh Ferguson, and in 1983 she was admitted to St Andrew's Hospital, which was a private psychiatric facility where she was diagnosed with a schizoaffective disorder. She was found to be agitated, paranoid and psychotic. She was treated and then discharged in September of 1983. She continued to see Dr Ferguson as an outpatient. After a while, Dr Ferguson decided that his original diagnosis had been a mistake. He now said that he believed Sheila was suffering from schizophrenia and began to medicate her as such. Neville and June Bamber would pay for the private treatment that Sheila received. Sheila ended up back in the hospital facility again in March 1985, just five months before the murders. She had been readmitted due to a psychotic episode whereby she had thought people were trying to hurt her or even to kill her. She was discharged after receiving appropriate treatment after about four weeks. She stayed on again as an outpatient and received further treatment and medication to help her cope. During this difficult time, Nicholas and Daniel were living mostly with their father, Colin. Sheila Caffell became friends with a group of young women around this time and they would often go out socialising. She became known by the nickname Bambi, which was a play on her former name of Bamba. Often the women would all go out together and they would go to a lot of parties around London. It is thought that at this time Sheila would sometimes use cocaine when she was out having a good time with the girls. After Sheila had had the twins, she... She gave up her modelling career, and well, it came to an end, really. She would later take on low-paid jobs, and also sometimes she would claim welfare benefits as well as receiving regular handouts from her parents. Apparently, discussions were had at the farmhouse on the evening of the murders in regards to someone else looking after the boys instead of Sheila during the times she would have them. The discussions had taken place 
due to concerns about how she was coping and how she managed when she had the boys. No one knows for sure if this conversation actually took place and if it did, had any decisions been made. The people who were there for that evening are either dead or in prison for the murders, so it is unclear how reliable this information really is. Sheila's psychiatrist would later testify in court that he did not think Sheila would have killed her parents or her children and that her difficult relationship was only with her mother June. Colin Cavell also doubted that Sheila would, even with her problems and erratic behaviour, would ever kill anyone. Jeremy Bamber was born on the 13th of January of 1961 to a student midwife who had been having an affair with a married army sergeant. She gave the baby up for adoption when he was only six weeks old. Jeremy Bamber's natural parents did eventually go on to marry and went on to have more children together. His natural father would go on to become a senior staff member at Buckingham Palace. Neville and June Bamber, who, after adopting a baby girl, had wanted to adopt a boy, and they adopted Jeremy at, when he was six months old. Their family was now complete. Jeremy would attend St Nicholas Primary School, and then he attended Malden Court Prep School. He then went on to a boarding school from the age of about nine, which was located in Suffolk, which was also in England. Suffolk is about 65 miles from Essex, where the family still lived. It has been reported that Jeremy was unhappy at boarding school and had complained of being bullied. He ended up leaving school without achieving any qualifications. He did, however, attend sixth form college later and in 1978 achieved seven O-levels. He later failed two A-levels that he had been studying for. After he had finished at college, he had a chance to go on a trip of a lifetime to Australia and later on to New Zealand, paid for by Neville and June Mamba. He arrived back in England in 1982 after spending time abroad scuba diving, amongst other things. He had made a good friend while he was abroad who he would stay in touch with. It was on his arrival back in England after his adventures abroad that Jeremy started to work on the family farm. He would receive £170 per week along with rent-free accommodation and a car. He did not have to live at the family home any longer but in accommodation that his parents owned locally. The property was only about three and a half miles away from the family home which would take about five minutes to drive by car and about 15 minutes by bicycle. This information would be important later on after the murders. He also received an 8% share in a caravan park that was owned by his family, including Neville and June, as well as extended family. They all had shares in it. The company was called OC Road Camp Sites Limited. Jeremy Bamber did not have to worry about very much in his life. It was all made very easy for him, but it would later turn out that it was still not enough and that he not only wanted more, but he actually wanted all of the family businesses as well as his inheritance and that he did not want to share it with anybody else. Testimony and reports after the murders would bring up known problems between Jeremy and Neville and June Bamber. It was said that he would try to wind them up and that he would wear makeup just to upset his father who had a problem with men wearing makeup. He had had many arguments with Neville and June Bamber over the years. 
Leading up to the events in August of 1985 at White House Farm, it does seem as though there was a lot of tension between family members. Jeremy Bamber was at the time in a long, fairly long-term relationship with Julie Mugford. They both enjoyed the good life and did not seem to have any problems spending money. It was known by Jeremy's friends that he did not really like working on the farm and he resented the fact that it was expected that he would take on more and more responsibilities over the coming years. Neville was in his 60s, so would probably want to take more of a back seat in the coming years, no doubt. With regards to Neville, some family members thought that he should sometimes step in to help the situation between his wife and his daughter Sheila. Although they had been having issues for many years, he did not intervene, but some people thought it was because he did not want to to take sides. Although he was used to dealing with conflicts, he had worked as a magistrate as well as dealing with issues with tenants and other farm workers. He did not want to deal with the dispute between wife and daughter. Maybe he thought it would all sort itself out eventually. It is fair to say that the family dynamics were not as good as they could be and that lots of tensions were building up all over the place and had been for many years. The ongoing problems with Sheila's health was causing issues as well as Jeremy's resentments with regards to working on the farm. Also June's religious ideals were continuing to add to the conflicts. Neville and June Bamber were well thought of within the local community and they also participated in the community. Most of their employees appeared to have only good things to say about the couple. The tenants that used the, the land that the Bambas owned did not seem to have any issues either. The farm had been in June's family for many years and had been successful and had continued to be excess when they took it over. They were known to be very hard-working people. Most people who were spoken to after the murders thought very highly of both Neville and June Bamber. June Bamber at one time not only had the duties at the farm to deal with, but she also would look after her widowed mother who was elderly. And also for a time at least she, she would look after her mother-in-law when she became frail and needed more support. On top of all of that, every other week she would travel to London to spend time with Sheila and her grandsons. She would also help Sheila out with household bills. June Bamber would often attend church and it was said that she found comfort from attending and helping out. Neville Bamber mainly took care of the farm and other his other business interests. He worked long hours, as is typical with farmers. But the Bambas did have time for their family, including extended family members. They sh should have been looking forward to slowing down and having a bit of time for themselves, but unfortunately they were not going to be given the chance. Sheila possibly would, over time and continuing treatment, have been able to, to live a more stable life and had been able to take part in her son's life more productively had she been given the chance to live. Jeremy Bamber, despite having had everything handed to him on a plate, had decided he wanted more and he wanted all of the obstacles out of the way. That concludes the first part of this episode. Part two will cover the murders and the aftermath of the shocking crime that took place at White House Farm in August of 1985. Thank you.
credits go to a book by Carol Ann Lee called The Murders at White House Farm, Wikipedia, the ITV series which aired recently, which was called White House Farm. Thank you.